0: I love you. Gentle folk, ladies and men, we're glad to have you here again. So please, won't you come on in and sit with us here on the couch? I am the Green Traveler from Gosh,
1: And I uh, am the Faceless Leon. Hmm. A large Hmm. sack made of rubber tree sap and this is a podcast about movies and television
0: called green faceless on the couch mm, you can be nicer to yourself you're not a sack okay you're, you're at the if you are a sack you're at the very least a burlap sack okay sturdy yeah i like that. sturdy high quality useful yeah
1: <laughs> a little scratchy
0: that's your worth in life you're useful (laughs) we'll let freud know
1: (laughs) hey you know as long as i was useful
0: as long as you are useful that has nothing to do with my mother damn it (laughs) damn it damn it well back here we are we have another uh tv talk normally how i watch television is other people tell me about a show and they always preface it with, Oh, Greg, you'll love this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, after a while, I've had a lot of people tell me, Oh, Greg, you'll love this. And, and typically they are wrong. <laughs> a lot of people don't, don't know me. They don't know what kind of shows I like. Thankfully, the people who recommended this show do know me. It is right up my alley until the very end, which we'll talk about. But this is, this is precisely the kind of show for me. There is a lot to unpack. There is a dark mystery. We are talking. Over the garden wall. I'd never heard about it from 2014. Yeah, it's not it's not too uh too ancient. It's not too long ago.
1: Not too long um, ago, but not too close to.
0: Yeah, it's probably also why I don't know anything about it. Like the last time I paid attention to any TV that was currently airing that's not Doctor Who, that is, mm. was Fringe. I think. I think way this back. was coming out
1: <laughs> on Cartoon Network our freshman year. No.
0: Yeah. No, no, it was later than that.
1: I'm not as yeah, this- uh, young as I think I am. <laughs> yeah,
0: 2014. That would have been our senior, your senior year. I yes. would have, I think, been yeah. graduated by then. So, you, you were
1: busy, you know, stocking shelves. Yeah, busy doing
0: nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was busy being lazy is what I was busy doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I dropped off to television. Like, I didn't I didn't care. Actually, no, I, I watched uh, How I Met Your Mother when it was still airing. So, I guess that would be the last show that I watched live right. with the exclusion of Doctor Who, of course. And so, like, that's probably why I never even heard about this. The shows that people talk about, like Game of Thrones and uh, right. Tiger King and all that kind of dumb stuff. Like, I just don't watch those shows. So, like, you know, this went completely under the rug. But it's right up my alley in the fact that it's also just 10 episodes that are 12
1: fucking minutes long. Yeah, it's, it's so, really it's e- really easy to watch, yeah. Uh, but yeah. before we get too far into it, take me out to the living room, take me out to my chair, give me the clicker and turn on the tube, I don't care if we even eat food for it's the faceless pitch. I'm only going to pitch one show. I've decided I'm just gonna pitch one show give us more time to talk the other show but the show I'm gonna talk is Squid Game Squid Game is taking the world by force it's a Korean show another
0: Uh, one of those shows that everybody's talking about that I'm just like I don't I just tune out immediately
1: I I (laughs) don't know honestly if you would be super into this so here's the the premise we have Seong Ji Han He is a gambler and has a huge debt and the loan sharks are going to kill him and harvest his organs uh, at the end of the month if he doesn't come up with the money. And he gets a card from somebody and it has weird symbols on it and tells him to meet at a certain place at a certain time. And when he does so, he gets abducted with uh, 456 people, I believe, into these games. Now, he signed something agreeing that he'd play these games. However, they did not know that if the rules aren't followed or when you're out in these like schoolyard games, and I mean like red light, green light, you die. Mm. They straight up just shoot you.
0: Shit. Yeah. It's in the fine print or just not there at all? I don't. No,
1: but it was it was kind people. of a stack of papers. So I'm sure most of them didn't read it right.
0: Uh, uh, everyone in the
1: games are people who are in a
0: great deal of financial distress. All the more reason to read the paperwork. People. All the more reason. If you're already at rock bottom, you have nothing to lose. So time, go fuck it. You can go <laughs> ahead and lose your time and you can read the paperwork. Damn
1: it. Uh, so once he gets into the games... He meets a childhood friend named Cho Sang-woo. And he and Song woo being Jihan, they kind of team up. But there's definitely this really interesting character that Park... Uh, Song woo played by Park Hae-soo. And I'm probably butchering your names. I apologize. But you, you guys both did a wonderful job. So there's like this recognition and nostalgic like connection between them right but Mm -hmm. song woo definitely has a darker side and it is just very slowly revealed it it makes for a great story by the end of it so as i said people die a lot in this in this show and (laughs) some people that you end up liking as the show goes on die because that's part of the game so right just be prepared for that otherwise I think it was uh, really well produced I like the the story I like the the way that the organization that's putting on the games is explained and also I watched the dub and the English dub it's really good like there's not that many times where lips are moving and sounds aren't coming out
0: that's pretty Uh, good
1: It's pretty damn good. So I was able to, like, usually when I watch something that's dubbed and I, I do, I know some people are against dubs, but I watch it with dubs because I have a hard time keeping up with subtitles. Right. Um, So I don't know how much different the story might have ended up because of that, but because the dub is so well matched, you just sink in. So if that, if that's something you're worried about, the dub is good. Uh, There are some characters who, some actors who made some choices that I feel like a natural speaking human would never make, but that's just (laughs) dubs in general. Right. So, what else should I say about this? There's a lot of really good characters. You know, I I struggle with some of the more Eastern names, so I I can't really give the call outs that I would like. Uh, But the whole cast is really just is pretty great that's me from just judging their uh body acting uh, right they, they do a great job and i don't know who who does the voice for the the main characters but at the end of it i uh, they kind of left it open to maybe have a sequel series but it really works is just this one season and i think they should keep it that way there they do there is a a twist that i didn't see really coming but once it happened it seemed rather obvious all in all i give it a full face honestly i'd watch it again it was really interesting to and just the tension so high why they're playing these games it's a really interesting thing i was thinking it'd be more social experiment towards the end and i will spoil that for you and say
0: that is not really the case okay so you said it was south korean yes that's All true. right, yeah, I do normally like South Korean productions, so like that that definitely is a step up for me to to be interested in watching it. The extreme hype it's getting right now is a huge step down for me. I'm, yes. I'm that very contrarian kind of person where if everybody's talking about it, I'm like, I am okay tuning out. This is my time to read a book. And like right. everybody else can start chat-chatting about the the latest show and I could just pull my book out and be like, unless we're talking Doctor Who, I don't care. And another step down for me is it's, it's very similar in premise to, you know, the the Stephen King novel. I can't remember what it's called, The, uh, the Running, the running man, man or maybe it's the a- law. Yeah, the the Running Man. It's similar to Hunger Games, similar right. to uh, Battle Royale. Uh, it, it's just it, there's so many different stories that have already done that. Right. That unless they change it up in a really interesting way, I too would only hope for a single season because I would right. not care to continue on with a story like that. And then you know every show nowadays you have to have characters die because that's just that's every television. So I'm used to that. Uh, you know, it's it, you basically when you watch, I think that's another issue I have with watching television is when you watch it, you can't attach yourself to any character because they're just going to be killed, and you know it. <laughs> so it's just like whenever, whenever you watch a television show, it's just eh, I don't care who fucking it, you know I'm supposed to be liking this guy, but they're really setting him up for that tragic end, and I don't want to cry at the end of this. So you know, <laughs> I mean, that, well, it's that nice might thing.
1: happen if if you get attached to certain
0: characters in in this. Right, Um, exactly. So I I think I will hold off on Squid Games for quite some time and maybe I will come into it, you know, years down the line.
1: I get that anti-conformist feel. I I do. (laughs) I I almost didn't pick it up, but honestly, the trailer was enticing enough. Uh, And I, like you said, do typically like uh, the Korean productions that I have seen. So uh I think they did a great job and I think people that the right the hype is apt.
0: <laughs> All right. Well let's get into the the main feature over the garden wall. Uh created by Patrick McHale for Cartoon Network. Uh as we mentioned earlier, Patrick McHale was a uh main writer and a creative director on uh uh Adventure Time, I believe.
1: Oh, okay, um,
0: cool. Which I do like uh, Adventure Time. That is one of my favorite cartoon shows. And a reason for that is, again, it handles perfectly that blend of appealing to a child, but having just enough dark, sinister in the background. Uh, and, and like, especially a heavy metaphor story, a metaphorical story lurking in the background that is, you know, it, it's really appealing to adults as well. And because like Adventure Time, you can watch that entire thing and just take it at face value and just have a good time, enjoy it as a child and laugh. You can also watch it as the aftermath of a nuclear apocalypse and realize how dark and crazy it all is. And it's just it's that kind of beautiful blend of storytelling. That is exactly what I want from a television show, especially an animation show. Right.
1: Secret review of Adventure Time. Just had to exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and Over the Garden Wall is a perfect blend of that too. It's it's very funny, very dark fantasy. For most of the show, I would say for a solid 90% of the show, it is heavy in metaphor. And there's so many things that you can when you get one episode in particular near the end, an origin flashback episode, mm-hmm. you can read this entire episode one or this entire show, I mean, in one light, one viewpoint. That's very dark, very heavy, Mm -hmm. and in my opinion, was very beautiful. And I was really excited to see how they wrap it up. Right. And then they just dropped it. (laughs) But but before we put up a wall and talk about anything like that, let's talk the story. Uh, Do you want to uh, explain what the Over the Garden Wall is? A boot?
1: Yeah. So, Wirt, voiced by Elijah Wood, is uh, lost... In the woods with his little brother Gregory, played by Colin Dean. uh,
0: What a stupid name, Gregory. Gregory, yeah, not Colin Dean. Colin Dean's a strong name. Gregory, whose name Gregory? Who the hell is named Gregory? That's just silly. That's just silly. silly.
1: So you also have Gregory's frog, who was voiced by Jack Jones, Um, (laughs) and he.
0: Gregory's frog of the many names. <laughs>
1: Gregory's frog has many, many names. Uh, I can only remember. George Washington it, was one. George Washington was one and Jason yeah. Burker and Wirt uh, and Wirt. <laughs> it was named Wirt for a little <laughs> while. Yeah. So
0: it was beautiful.
1: Wirt is trying to get Gregory back to, uh, out of this woods and, mm-hmm. uh, They have these great costumes, uh, or rather their clothes. He wears a cone hat with a cape, and uh, Gregory wears overalls with um, a tea (laughs) kettle on his head. Yes. Uh, It's very cute. He was
0: an elephant.
1: Yes. Yes, he was an elephant.
0: Oh, I love Greg. He's so cute. Yeah,
1: he is super cute he gets them in all sorts of trouble though at least from wurtz perspective and they meet uh beatrice who is played by melanie linsky and she is a bluebird and yes. she is going she's trying to help them to get to adelaide a i, I don't know what exactly they call her at the beginning but she's yeah. some magical being played by john cleese <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes there's even the, the, and that's one thing i love too is the the voice acting choices there's great voice acting throughout the entire show like right. everybody's doing oh, a great amazing. job it's amazing It's amazing. and i i love the sinister villainous female ladies yes. being played by men not to say that adelaide is sinister villainous female lady but there are other later on there are other yes. sinister villainous female ladies played by uh, male voice actors like uh, Auntie Whispers played by <laughs> Tim, <laughs> Tim Curry, yeah. which I would not have known if her friend had not told us beforehand because like it, oh, it's yeah. such he a good performance. Like good I would job. not have known. Yeah, it's, uh, it's beautiful.
1: I should backtrack just a moment because before they even meet Beatrice, I think they meet the woodsman.
0: Oh and yes the yeah. woodsman
1: is played by Christopher Lloyd amazingly and mm-hmm. he has he he speaks in this rhetoric and he everything <laughs> everything he does is just so all important but the way that Christopher Lloyd plays it and that it's written it really scares the shit out of work so, yeah so he gets the hell out of there but the the woodsman, is always warning them about the beast. And when the beast does come in, he is played by Samuel Ramey and the woodsman also has this lantern. I've been holding my arm up to remind myself to talk about the lantern. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he can't let the flame go out and I will leave it at that. Uh, Cause right. that is what his rhetoric is in the first episode.
0: That is, that is his driving, uh, driving goal is he's got to keep right. the lantern lit. Oh, what to say before we, like, drop a spoiler a while, like, because there's so much beautiful about this. The animation itself is beautiful. It's very, like, I mean, you you see this animation all over Cartoon Network. Like, this is, you know, that is their bread and butter in this this regard. And it's great for this kind of show. It lends to the dark fantasy, especially when they're in that forest. Like, anything they come across is eerie as fuck. It's great. Yeah. The, the music choices even are great. There's a lot of songs written for the, for this show, or maybe they took songs and had the character sing it. I don't know. I assume they were written for the show.
1: The songs are great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the
0: songs are just fabulous. And for I
1: example, love... title is one of the titles is potatoes and molasses. And mm. yeah, that's one of my favorites. It, yeah. It's a very, yeah. very silly song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just good music. And, and I mean, you get, you get, that taste of like people who aren't singers like you get actors who are just like normal people sounding mm-hmm. who are singing and it's it's kind of funny to listen to elijah wood saying like he's a good singer but it's like you you hear his voice his nuances and mm-hmm. these lyrics as wurt and it's just it's hilarious it, it lends a lot of quality to the songs and and fucking colin dean as greg is just goddamn wonderful like i, I love that so much he was so funny
1: yeah, uh, we, that kid. Yeah, that kid is is hilarious. Um, it has been some time. I was just wondering if he's been in uh something that I have seen. Well, he was in the Krampus movie, but I haven't seen that.
0: Oh man, uh, we should sometime. That'd be fun.
1: That would be fun.
0: <laughs> I love me
1: some Krampus. Oh, Krampus! 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 Krampy Krampus.
0: <laughs> and you know another thing is like I like I like also that uh uh elijah wood takes on these like deep dark projects like this a lot yeah because that's just it, it, he's he's one of my favorite actors he's such a he fun got, personality. he got hurt by the
1: ring he he yeah. just <laughs> he's there's a there's a a circular scar him. on his soul <laughs>
0: <laughs> it weighs on him so heavily it that he just has to keep so doing it. but like this this show reminded me a lot of wilfred i don't know if you've ever seen wilfred yes
1: wilfred that is a weird show oh.
0: Very I dark. love it though because yeah. because that's that's the kind of show I want. I want comedy that has just this very sinister dark underlaying. Right. You know, it's it's got to have a lot of layers. That's another reason I like Lost and Fringe is there's so many different layers to those shows. And why I was able to follow soap operas for so many years, I feel like I like soap operas a lot because there's always a lot of drama and right. <laughs> new layers being being added every fucking episode. But with uh with Wilfred You know, it's this guy who, at the very beginning of the show, commits suicide or tries to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. He fails, and he wakes up, and he's able to hear his dog talking, and it looks like a human dressed in a dog costume. Everybody else in the world sees it as a sheepdog or whatever kind of dog it is. I can't remember. I don't
1: fucking know. It's a big dog,
0: though, because
1: he's bigger than (laughs) Elijah.
0: (laughs) Right. But he, he sees it. He sees it as a walking, talking human dressed in a dog costume. Yes. And they have great adventures and he's always trying to figure out what the hell's going on because there's some deep disturbing shit that comes in. Secret review for Wilfred. I love that show. But this show has a lot of that similarity where it's, there's a lot of things lurking underneath where, you know, as you're watching this, you're like, I think they're trying to imply something about this. Like specifically, uh, I can say before the spoiler wall, and then we'll talk behind it. Uh, Greg always renaming the frog. It gets right. to a point where it feels like it's no longer a joke, where it feels like they're trying to imply something with this. And, and I love that. I loved looking into this episode because that's the kind of person I am when I watch things is I want to analyze it. I want the story. I want to look into it and see what right. the, the creator is trying to tell me, you know, what they're, what they're feeling when they're writing it. And that's this whole, this whole show is like as you're watching it, you're laughing so hard because it's really hilarious at times. It's really, Eerie at times, and it's yeah. a great, great it's for great this mix. atmosphere. It's
1: yeah. the mix kind of reminds me of Courage the Cowardly Dog, except for yeah. the laughs were more outlandish in Courage.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And like you guys were all talking about how you all watch it in November. I feel like if I had watched this in October, I'd be happier because it, yeah. it has more of an October feel, even though it came out in November of 2014. And like I know it does have that November feel. I don't know. I've always just blended early November into Halloween still. Because I'm still right, kind of in that sure. aftermath. So, like, I don't know. It's It's got that got that early... It's it dark in the morning kind of feel. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah.
1: I do really like this show. And, and there's a lot that I would like to talk about. Like, you're going to mention what you're going to mention beyond the wall. And it will kind of conflict with what I'm going to say. But I like this world that's in the forest there's just there are these very distinct places in that and sometimes it does pop the perspective away from Wurt and gregory and you do see it from other other characters uh being beatrice and um that school teacher's dad (laughs) there's a scene where he has like a monologue Oh wait, actually I think Greg and Wurt see that, so that's that doesn't count. So, anyways, there's there's Pottsville. I kinda wanted to talk about Pottsville first because I love Pottsville. That is Which probably one's Pottsville? Pottsville is the one where they go and everyone's dressed like scarecrows with pumpkin faces. <laughs> yeah. Um so the, it, it kind of oh, feels like a cult kind of thing. And I think yeah, I, I think yeah. Wurt even says this kind of feels a little <laughs> like like some weird religious thing um right and it, it is probably like it's one of the earliest episodes and it's probably one of the most ominous because you do not know what's going to happen until the very end
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and then the ending happens and, it, and it's and it's pretty good it's funny
0: yeah and and the nice thing about it, too, is it's it's just twelve minutes. So it's you know, yeah. all of that buildup pays off really quickly. you're not yeah. you're not stranded for a very long time waiting for what's gonna happen with these with these crazy pumpkin headed town members. because <laughs> that was also another part of making it easier to move on to the next episode is you watch that kind of an episode. It's very eerie for a long time, and you're just like, oh, God, I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know how these kids are going to get out of this. It definitely feels like a cult. And then it has this, like, very jolly kind of, like, flip the script on yeah. the ending that you're like, well, now I got to watch the next one because I just want to see what the next adventure is. It yeah. doesn't feel it, – it feels very rewarding yes. to get to the end of – even though it's only 12 minutes. It's just a very rewarding, happy experience. But do we do we want to build that garden wall? Yeah. Shall we? But
1: first, I think – I need a soda pop.
0: Alrighty. Yo, I'm gonna call a lot of symbols, metaphors, and say a lot of incorrect shit, I'm pretty sure. And if you want to skip that embarrassing period of my life, you can go to 3240. Brick, 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 brick. Brick. Brackle, brack. We're back. We gotta go a little beyond the garden wall. (laughs) We're not going just over it. We're going under it, damn it. We're gonna go
1: around. Oh,
0: shit. So- I guess, like, the only real thing I want to talk about behind the wall is that ending. And so, I will say, even though we are behind a spoiler wall, if you have not seen this, 100% recommend this show. Stop now. Yeah. Go watch this. Like, it's... Yeah. It, don't yeah.
1: let... Lo- this is your second spoiler wall. Yeah. This is the... Uh, so, the, you you passed the, the, the outdoor siding, and you're inside the installation, and this is the... The drywall, right? Okay, yeah, you've so we're telling you right now, yeah, you've
0: hit the X in the upper right corner and it's popped up saying, Are you sure? Yes or no? And if if (laughs) if you haven't seen it, the answer is no, click you know, go to wherever I tell you in the spoiler wall to go to to skip the spoiler because I don't want to ruin the ending for people, but that that's your final warning. So, the the reason I don't like the uh, don't like the ending. And when I say don't like the ending, it kind of sounds like I'm saying I don't like the show. I love the show overall. Like, I think it's still, even with this ending, it's still great and still easily rewatchable. And I still like the ending. I just wish they had gone dark. Because, as you're saying, there's a lot of people in this unknown, which is what they call the forest. It's the unknown, I believe.
1: It sounds familiar,
0: at least. Something like that.
1: This is only, like, the maybe the second time that I've
0: actually right. watched this. And again, this is only the first time. So, as I watch it more, the more I'm going to pick up and more I'm going to, you know, grasp from it. This is just from a first viewpoint. So, a lot of people can correct me in the comments if I'm saying things that are wrong. But when I watch all of this, the unknown feels like a metaphor for grief, for despair. And right. all of these people are trapped in that. And it's not just Wirt and Greg's story. It's a lot of people trapped in this forest. There's all the, all That's these true. people of Pottsville. They all have their own despairs that are implied through what they're doing. The 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 woodsman, he's got his own despair. He's got his own goals that he's got to use to break free he's of to this. he the lantern Yeah, light. he's got to break free of this forest somehow. Greg and Wirt, they want to get out of this forest. They don't know how. And as the show moves on, it focuses more and more on Wirt. And it starts to focus on his insecurities and a lot of the things that are holding yeah. him back. And I mean, I, I I I feel like if I were to watch it as a kid, I would uh, side more with Greg. I would I would relate more with Greg, mainly also because sure. he's named Greg. What an awesome name! I was just joking <laughs> earlier. Really. That's a beautiful fucking name. But as I as an adult, I relate heavily with work. There are a lot of insecurities that he has that I also have that you know it's, that I can relate to. But uh, as these metaphors are building, though, I, I was starting to believe that Greg was dead. Yeah. That's what it seemed to be implying to me was that Greg had died. And this was Wirt's, you know, metaphor for dealing with it. This, you know, he's stuck in the unknown trying to figure out how to overcome the loss of his brother and reconnect with society, or reconnect just in general, with people, or with like with life itself. And it was it was so moving that when I watched the origin story, which they they put a flashback episode where you see how they became to get into the unknown. I was crying preemptively because it was heavily pushing for that. Mm -hmm. And the final act before Greg could die, there's a moment where they're on a train track and uh, Wirt and him fall over off the cliff and into a pond down below. There's a moment where Greg says something along the lines of like, oh, maybe I should not name the frog this. And that's like the last thing he kind of says somewhere along those lines. It's one of the last lines he has before- this big event. Mm-hmm. And it reconnects with like the entire show where he's just constantly changing the frog's name. Of course, Wert wouldn't know what he had named the frog because Wert n- never heard him name it. Right. And so his brother's dead. They're trapped in this unknown. And it's just there's, there's a lot of beauty in that kind of uh, storytelling and that all those metaphors and everything that they're building that when it gets to that, that moment, it's very beautiful. And I was like, oh my God, this is definitely going to be one of my favorite shows of all time. Then the next episode happens, the finale. And it's not all a metaphor. They very strongly imply that everything is really happens. They very succinctly wrap everything up. They they get out of the forest. They move on. And it could still be a metaphor. You can still watch the right. entire thing and think that that final episode is just a, a happy epilogue ending kind of thing where it's like, yay, things worked out in the end. Right. I don't know. It's just just doing that. Slightly ruined the storytelling for me. It just it slightly ruined this this beautiful dark comedy that had been building, and I just wanted them so hard to just land it, to just you know end it on that very sad tragic note, but also an uplifting note, and that work does overcome his issues and reconnects and returns to turns to life. He gets out of the forest still. Yeah, you know, I, I just wanted them to land that metaphor, and they still could you know like there's still there's still ways i can make the metaphor work and make it all you know
1: yeah maybe the metaphor is just a little slightly different than what right. you were thinking or you know right. maybe the director here the, or the the main story writer maybe they experienced something like that in their life and maybe this at this show this is me just projecting <laughs> uh, maybe this show was a way for them to write what happened to their sibling and still make it a happy ending.
0: Right. It's very catharsis. And that's another that's another good argument for it, too, is, as I mentioned before we, we started the show, is we do need happy products. Yeah. There's a lot of tragedy out there in the world, and you want something happy to turn to. And, and ending a tragedy with a happy ending is a good thing. I Like, as I said, I still enjoy the show and I still do love it. Yeah. I just feel like there was a great, like, a perfect fucking story. They almost had a perfect ending, for me, at least. Mm. Uh, Obviously, for other people, they wouldn't agree. But it it was reaching so close to exactly what I wanted that it was just disappointing when they ended it with that last episode.
1: Yeah. On first watch. I I get that. I understand that. I personally... When I first watched it, and it got back to the the backflash episode, and yeah. this is even more spoilers, but we're behind a wall still. So when it when you discover that it's it's actually a more of in a, in a modern period than uh, what you expected, and it's just Halloween, mm. I was a little disappointed at that point because up until that point, it it could be 1901 for all I fucking know, right. I think it really worked. There's not really that many cartoons that are set in that period. And the magic in the forest, I think, matches that period so well. It's just so disjointed from the modern lens. But that episode also gives you a little bit more peek into what kind of kid Wirt is. And he definitely likes that, that older magical fantasy feel. So, if this is his kind of hallucination, right. then it real it's really fitting for work
0: And again, like I don't even think it's just his. I think it's just a shared, mutual grief. Like it's it's everybody just trapped in their own version of this world. But yeah, it's just that I don't know. That's the only issue I had honestly, because everything else was perfect. I like I really enjoyed all of this. Again, it's only ten fucking episodes yeah go so, watch like, it yeah go watch it easily i'm not gonna just say that we've crashed the wall down by at now we have gone over it yeah at some point
1: we've gone beyond the wall
0: so like as a closing statement like highly recommend as we've been saying beautiful voice acting and, and animation like the animation still is just one of the selling points for me it's oh, it's fucking beautiful and and it's a lot of fun, of course, to hear Elijah Wood and Christopher Lloyd and all these great actors: Colin Dean, Tim Curry when he appears, John Cleese when he appears. It's, it's just yeah. all these nice little little Easter eggs for an old person like me.
1: Uh, Tim Curry's voice is surprising. You're not gonna yeah.
0: recognize him. <laughs> no. And, and I think it's I think it might be after his like medical issues too. So Maybe. it's like that might be a little bit why. I don't remember when they it, started it having. It works for the character. It's it yeah, is it really does. Honestly, <laughs> I love anti-whispers. That that whole yeah. episode is a lot of is very constantly just twisting. You know, yes. The, but I give it three and a half stars. It is it is it was so close to four stars that ending does at least on first watch bring it down to three and a half for me. And it's it's a very personal thing. I know people are gonna, you know, some people who listen will be very upset. But it's like it's a very personal thing. I, it was it was so close to being the exact story I wanted, mm-hmm. and then they they didn't they didn't go for it. And it's a kids show too. That's another that's another reason why it's a kids show. They couldn't right. they couldn't go to the exact links I wanted them to go to. Uh, not without making thousands and, and thousands of children cry and
1: and be like, "Mommy, what did the TV do?" <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and as I as I said behind the wall, and this isn't a spoiler, so I'm, I'm happy saying it again. If I rewatched, you know, I can rewatch this again and find that my metaphor still works. Yeah, it, it's it's totally possible that it they just went for a very good happy ending, and that my metaphor still strongly applies. But. That first viewing, it just felt like a, like well, a ripping off a Band-Aid.
1: I liked it much more on the second viewing. I feel like I will, so too. I hope that you did, too. And and I liked it the first time, as well. It's a very good show. I will give it – I want to give it a face in half. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you only got 10 episodes. It's it's basically the length of a movie. Right. And it's great. So, you can watch it all in one sitting or watch one of them a day for a week and a half. And – and you'll have fun.
0: You can also just watch two a day for a week.
1: That's right. Exactly.
0: Or three a day just, for just four days. days.
1: And you could also watch it upside down with your pet and frog. And get your aunties there.
0: No, I like my aunties, but auntie whispers at least can stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Even if she is good intentions. <laughs> <laughs> so...
1: It's a good show, and I think we had a good show about the good show. I hope so. So maybe it's time to go, go. Don't you know now? Safe travels and good
0: night! <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I've been the Faceless Leon. And I
0: am the Green Traveler from Gouge.
1: Thank you for listening. Safe travels. Good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account.